Hey, I'm Shane Smith from Shane Smith Law. I'm here with Thomas, one of our attorneys for the Brain and Concussion Group here at Shane Smith Law. Uh, Thomas deals with a ton of brain injury cases, ranging from concussions to uh, more serious traumatic brain injuries and even uh, moderate traumatic brain injuries or, or more severe brain injuries. Uh, Thomas, now we were going to talk about DTIs today, which is this fancy new test they're doing that we hear a lot about. I thought it was exciting when I learned about it. Uh, so let's just start out at the beginning. What is DTI? Yeah, DTI is an advanced uh, imaging technology and it's really revolutionized the way that providers, uh, medical doctors are diagnosing and identifying traumatic brain injuries. It's a non-invasive method that allows us to visualize, actually see with our eyes, the white matter tracks in the brain, which are often affected in uh, traumatic brain injury cases. Now, now why do we need that? Because if I get a concussion, and regular doctors diagnose concussions all the time without any fancy tests, right? So they shine it, my pupils are dilated, you know, I describe the symptoms, they're like, you've got a concussion. What is the difference in diagnosing a concussion and maybe diagnosing a TBI or, or mild traumatic brain injury, which can be a concussion with the DTI? I mean, what's the difference here? What's the benefit? Yeah, I think the biggest, the biggest issue is that if you say you have a concussion or a doctor says you have a concussion, it's like, well, how do you prove that? Because anyone can say their head hurts. Anyone can say that they have ringing in their ears. Anyone can say they're having migraines. Anyone can say a lot of things. But now we can actually show the areas inside your brain that have been damaged. It's not just, oh, well, this patient is reporting you know, X, Y, and Z symptoms. Yeah. And because of that, we're going to diagnose them with concussion. It's like, no, it's not just that. We can actually see it for the first time, objective evidence with our eyes for the first time. Wow, okay, so that's the real benefit. I mean, it takes away any doubt, and I know I've had clients in the past where, you know, as cases go on, and sometimes they talk to the, the defense doctors or the other side, they start to doubt themselves. Am I really having these symptoms or am I making it all up? When the other side alleges all this puts all that to rest, right? Yeah, yeah, you think so. And, it, you know, you have to have the imaging study, uh, which is done using a, an advanced MRI kind of calibration. You have to have the image study done in conjunction with a clinical correlation. So you have okay. to see a doctor and look at what's going on with the particular person in terms of the symptoms that they're presenting. But then you can match up the symptoms that they're presenting with what you can actually see on the, the DTI imaging that shows essentially um, what's going on inside the brain. And, and what that shows is, you know, our brains, billions of nerve cells that yeah. are called neurons, those communicate with each other through these long, thin fibers. Those are called axons. These axons, they're bundled together and that forms the white matter of your brain. And that creates a complex network for transmitting information between different regions of your brain. And when someone gets a TBI, these axons can become damaged. Okay. And that disrupts the brain's ability to send and receive information. What DTI does, it allows doctors to examine the structure and the health of those axons to see if there's any damage caused by the injury. All right, so it, it'll it actually see the damaged pathways in the brain, basically. Is that what it is, the stuff that's not working anymore? Yeah, it's almost like if you imagine a Christmas tree lighting up. Uh, you know, you plug in the, the cords, you know, you've got your old, you know, 30-year-old lights that your mom and dad yep. have been plugging in forever, and you'll see like a strand of them doesn't come on. You know, it doesn't light up, and you're like, oh, well, this, uh, you know, we might have to replace this. Obviously, you can't replace your brain, but you can tell, um, you know, it, it's a similar kind of thing. It's, well, or certain areas of the brain light up, and if they don't light up, then you can tell that there's been brain damage. Right, now, you, you mentioned clinical correlation. What does that mean? 
Yeah, that means it's actually having a doctor uh, talk to you, uh, review your medical records, review your medical history to see if there wasn't something that happened a long time ago that could explain what has happened here. DTI can, can essentially show things that are more recent versus things that happened a long time ago in terms of, really? of the damage. Um, but uh, you know, having a doctor actually talk with the person is important too, because it's not just an image, and, and then we draw our own conclusions from that. You need a doctor who can, you know, get the patient in the clinic and come to some determinations based on what they're able to observe with the client and determine using, you know, testing. How does the DTI work? What what is it? Because you know, whenever we talk about imaging and stuff, I I think of like a CT or an MRI. You know, you go in the little machine and it spins around and out pops your MRI basically. Is, yeah. I mean, how does the DTI work? Yeah, DTI is really, it's really neat. It's a really neat concept and really interesting, uh, brilliant. It's essentially measuring the movement of water molecules along those axons that we just talked about. You know, in healthy brain tissue, water molecules will move smoothly and consistently along the direction of those axons. So smooth, okay. consistent flow. Now, if there's damage to those axons, the movement of the water molecules becomes disrupted and less organized. So during the actual scan, you have a powerful magnet and radio okay. waves, and these are used to track the movement of water molecules in your brain. Now, am I drinking like water and water or soda like when the test is going on, or is it just water in your brain normally? It's just water in your brain normally. Okay. Uh, and, and so that water in the brain will be tracked by this you know, magnet and radio waves, and it'll process that information, the scanner will, and then that'll produce these detailed images, you know, lighting up like a, like a you know, colorful strand of broccoli. Yeah, huh? <laughs> so that's basically kind of what it looks like. Uh, and they'll show the direction and the organization of the water movement, and then they can doctors can then identify where the structure of the axon has been disrupted due to the injury. One, that's just kind of cool. I yeah. mean, it's amazing that the science has gotten there to prove what we've been dealing with for. And what we've been dealing with for decades, but other people have been dealing with for you know thousands of years, and, you know concussions and things like that, and have to rely on people. What do we use a DTI for? You know, when we look at a case that involves a mild traumatic brain injury, brain injury, concussion, all of those different words, you know, we often come up with the challenge of you know this is a silent injury. It's the injury that you can't really see because you know a lot of what's going on is happening inside of the person's body. You know, you're not bleeding, you're not you know showing your injury in a lot of ways. What this does is it gives us concrete scientific evidence, objective evidence that nobody can can dispute. And that type of evidence, as we know, that always bolsters your case. These imaging advancements, they help us demonstrate, as I would say, beyond a reasonable doubt, the extent of a client's injuries. It's not just more likely than not. It's like, hey, there's absolute proof of, a, of an injury. And when you talk about it, I mean, you said it's a monster to proof that the injury occurred. How subjective is that? Can I look at it and say, well, I disagree with you here. It doesn't look like he had a brain injury, or is it pretty cut and dried like a broken bone? Yeah, I think it's pretty cut and dried. There's, there's, there's always going to be ways to that, you know, people can come up with to try to challenge these, whether it's the sample group and how they're looking at fractional and isotropy, uh, and, and you know, just diving into the control groups that are used to get these measures that sometimes they'll use standard deviation. That's probably a little bit too much, but you know, there's, there's, there's things in terms of looking at the control group because a lot of what happens with DTI or some of what happens with DTI is they're looking at the flow and disbursement of the water and how it differs from the mean, you know, okay, in, in a, regular, a regular person. Right. And so, 
you know, defense might look at that and say, well, who is your actual sample group? Did you use a sample group of a bunch of healthy 25, 26 year olds, or did you get people who were in their 50s or 60s like this person okay. who's involved here with this this sample has been done of? So there's ways that they can look at it and, and challenge it. But my guess is all that's gonna, as, as DTIs are used more and more, those arguments are basically going to get weaker and weaker because they're going to have more sample size for all this stuff. Is that right? I think so. I, I think um, I think what we're seeing around the country is DTI becoming more and more accepted and being uh, found to be admissible in courts all over this country. And there's a list that's come out about this. Uh, it just came out on one of the listservs the other day. But it's pretty much. Um, I mean, it's growing every every every. I would say every year, but I mean, it's actually growing a lot more rapidly than that. As yeah. Uh, other brain and concussion uh, lawyers are, are fighting this fight, basically. Yeah, once we're realizing the resources that we have available to our clients, that we can actually get them answers, let them know that it's not all just in your head, you know, and, no and intended. I, I never want to take away from that aspect of it. I think as a huge thing for our clients uh, and doctors, patients, is to know it's not just in their head. It's a legitimate injury. It can be proven. It's not just, oh, you're a psychopath, you know, or, you know, or you're just acting out and can't control your emotions, I mean, it, it proves the reasons why you're struggling with these issues. Yeah, you start to understand why you're having the issues that you're having. It's not just something snapped one day. It's like, no, you were injured and your brain was damaged in a way that's going to affect you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And we can say that we know that now because we can see it right No differently than if you crush somebody's knee and they're limping along. I mean, but you can physically see that brain stuff you can't. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you can though with with this type of imaging, and I'm sure as time passes, we're only going to get better sort of technology and uh, be able to look at these things even even clearer than we do now. And, and I think back to when MRIs were brand new. You know, I mean, everybody didn't, ex you, you know, they were a new thing. And and anytime there's a new procedure, nobody wants. You know, the defense side is always argues that it's new or it's untested or everything else, and it takes a while to get over that hurdle where everybody's like, all right. It's really that, you know, we can't dispute that the science is there, now we gotta find other ways to attack it, right? Right, exactly. And, uh, you know, there's always those battles at the beginning and, you know, having a good team on your side to fight those for you, I think is, is the most important thing, especially in a state like North Carolina where, you know, these technologies, they haven't really been used that much uh, yeah. compared to some other places around the country. So we're gonna be at the forefront of pushing those and, and making sure our clients are getting treated the way that they should by insurance companies. All right. Well, Thomas, that's great. And thanks for being on the show. We appreciate it. And uh, discussing DTIs and, and everything that goes into that. Uh, I'll say new technology is what I'll say because I, and I think new is probably the wrong word. I think it's been around like 10, 15 years, but it takes a while to trickle out and get, get handed out to everybody. And it just makes me think of, heck, even some of the new surgical things, you know, the first time somebody did, uh, what is it, laparoscopic with the really tiny, tiny yeah. holes in it, you know, that was new too. And uh, even now we have the defense say sometimes, we think you should have done it differently or ah, we don't like that procedure. I know that fight's gonna be fought, but I know that uh, the DTIs puts a lot of clients' fears to rest and helps them with it. So yeah. uh, thanks for coming on and talking about it. And uh, we look forward to our next time you're on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, remember listeners, if you like and follow, subscribe so you can see more TBI updates from the Brandon Concussion Group here at Shane Smith Law. In pain, so I call Shane. Nine, 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 nine. In pain, call Shane.